welcome into The Harvest, where our goal is to bring you confidence and clarity um, to make disciples and be disciples in the everyday places of life. I'm Abigail, and I'm joined today by Andrew for first show of 2020. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Abigail. That's right. The first show of 2020 and the start of season three. We made it. Who would have thought? I know. And I still feel like I'm bumbly with our intro. So I don't know. Three seasons in, I'm still being well, me. Here I we keep are. changing it on you. So that's probably why. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so, Andrew, it's been a while. You and I have not yes. spoken in a long time. We both made it through Christmas, however. So how was your Christmas? Christmas here was great in San Diego. Um, yeah, we really enjoyed it. Christmas Day especially was really nice with the family. It was it was about as good as, as it could have been. So so okay. we enjoyed it. And I know you did some traveling. So how did, did it go for you? We were, we were with family for over a week, which is a long time. But we have fabulous families, so it was a great time. You know, I think probably the most important thing that we should talk about because we're such a holy and beloved podcast, we talk about something really not holy, which is what was the favorite present you received this <laughs> Christmas? Andrew, take it away. I'm going to share mine too, so don't worry. It's not just you. Go ahead. What was well, it? Cindy, Cindy and the kids went in and got me um, one of my favorite gifts of all time, actually, and it's this, this fancy watch that I'm wearing right now, which is definitely the fanciest watch that I've ever owned. And if Joey Odell is listening to this, I don't want to see a picture of me with this watch. He, he's always posting like uh, religious people with watches, but this one's oh, really great. Right. <laughs> this one's really great because it, uh, I know I'm going to get in trouble with Joey. I know you are. It's good. It's bad. <laughs> it's the most expensive watch I've, I've ever owned, but it kind of does it all. And especially with my, uh, with my running it's, uh, it's yeah. got a GPS and a tracker, heart rate nice. monitor, all this fancy stuff. So I've already been cool. using it, and um, I think I'm going to get a lot of use out of it in 2020. So how about That's you, though? Really what awesome. uh, what was your best gift? Oh, man, Andrew. I also got a really fancy gift this year. I would have it here with me, but I'm hiding from my children right now, so um, <laughs> I can't bring it into the room. But you all can just imagine in your mind um, the Dyson cordless vacuum cleaner it is like the cadillac of vacuum don't even laugh dude i mean it is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me i'm i love it so much and i i know i mean probably 20 year old abigail is just crying sad tears that this is who i am now but i have fully embraced who i am and who i am is someone who absolutely is in love with a vacuum cleaner and is like the best gift ever. So, so <laughs> you've got to tell me what is, what is the advantage of the Dyson cordless vacuum cleaner? Oh what, how is this oh upgrading gosh. you from what you, you've been using? Um, for one thing, it's cordless. So that means no more like trying to find a plug that is near the things I need to vacuum. Um, two, it had, comes with like a trillion accessories and like attachments. So do you need to vacuum the top of your curtains where it's dusty? There's an attachment for that. Do you need to go under your bed? Yes, there's an attachment for that. Do you want to go on top of your fan blades? Yes, you can. Do you want to go in the cracks in your car? Yes. I mean, the sky's <laughs> the limit, friends. I could be an infomercial for this this vacuum cleaner. Um, the one thing that everybody also should really know is that it's um, small enough and compact enough that my four-year-old can use it. And oh, he is now we're equally, he's equally obsessed. And the day after <laughs> I got it, he woke up and said, hey, can I use your vacuum cleaner? 
And I pretended like I thought about it for a minute. And I was like, mm, I don't know, but I, I let him do it. Yay. Well, now, now I'm definitely <laughs> seeing why you're so excited about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. So we were both greatly blessed and we're ready to go into 2020 with our very practical gifts. I feel like that's right. very on brand for both of us. So, <laughs> um, Friends, we are starting a new series today. Um, this is really going to take you into 2020 strong, I think. Um, we've called it Building a Better Year. And over the next um, few shows, the next few weeks, um, we're going to be talking about ways to start 2020 strong. So um, today we're going to talk about um, setting goals, making goals. Do we name this? How to set and accomplish goals in 2020 is what I have written down. I think that's, that's right. What we're going with. And so that's what it's all about. Yeah. So I'm excited about this series. We're actually going to have five parts to this series on building a better year in 2020. And like you said, Abigail, today we're going to be talking about how to set and accomplish meaningful goals, which I should have put in the title, uh, how to set and accomplish meaningful goals. So see, I, I threw you off again, but that's what we're going to be talking about today. So <laughs> I think um, that's implied. I think people know that's what we mean. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. But that's definitely, um, it, it is important. I think it's an important distinction and we'll talk about it a little bit as we, as we move through here. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about the series building a better year. Yeah, absolutely. Cause we're really hoping to help you, um, in your faith and to build your faith and grow in your faith. And so these goals will be specifically in relation to that. Now, before we get started, we have a few tiny announcements. Um, first is our finish strong campaign. Andrew, tell us about that. Yeah, probably um, folks who have listened to the podcast or follow us on social media know that we did a year-end fundraiser for our ministry that we called Finish Strong 2019. And some may already know, but um, thanks to the generosity of this community, we were able to meet that goal. And uh, I'm just blown away by, by the people who are part of this community and the people who care about this ministry and want to see it not only continue, but grow in 2020. So I want to say thank you to everyone who prayed, who who gave and participated in the year-end fundraiser, and to let people know that that those gifts resulted in us meeting that that goal. And so we're starting off 2020 in a great place and excited to see where God's going to grow things um, from this point forward. So thank you to everyone who prayed and gave to that. We we really appreciate it. Yeah, we are blown away by your generosity. And Andrew and I have taken a little break for Christmas, but that did not mean that our brains stopped working. And both of us were constantly coming up with new ideas for Into the Harvest. We are super pumped about the coming year. And we have all kinds of really great stuff for you, starting with a weekly email that will be starting very soon. Um, we hope this is something that a lot like this podcast will give you tools and clarity on being a disciple and making disciples in the everyday places. So um, this is something that will be very um, short and concise, and you can easily digest it <laughs> in um, all of the information that's flying at you in this media-saturated world. Um, so we're hoping this will be yet another tool that can help you. So that is coming very, very soon. Um, is there a way for them to sign up yet, Andrew? There is. In fact, you won't get it unless you sign up. So we're not going yes. to carpet bomb you. your inbox. <laughs> but if you would like to receive this weekly email, we'll be sending it out on Sunday. And like you said, Abigail, we're designing this to be uh, a very simple, quick scan that people can have. 
Um, and then if they see something that's interesting, they can go deeper in that. But if they are interested in receiving that weekly email from End of the Harvest, then they can go to our website, endoftheharvest.org slash newsletter, and you can sign up to receive that as soon as we start sending it out, which should be by the end of January. So yeah, I want people to know about that and hope that many of you sign up to receive that. Yeah, we're really excited. Okay, so let's, no further ado, let's get started on today. Um, we are going to give you three, maybe our top three practical tips on how to set and achieve your meaningful, I will not forget the word this time, meaningful goals. Um, but first, we're going to kind of discuss um, why this is important. So Andrew, why don't you start us off with that? Yeah, well, as I was thinking about why is it important to set goals, um, I think that there there are a lot of good reasons, but one that stands out most to me is that it's it's part of being made in the image of God. So back in Genesis 1, we see that that God is a being. He's a person that that brings order out of chaos. And part of being made in his image as human beings is that as we go through life, we're challenged and tasked to to do the same thing, to bring order out of chaos in our own lives and I'm convinced that by default, our lives drift and, and atrophy. So that's, that's what comes natural to us. If, if you don't, if you aren't purposeful about directing your life and seeking to live for the most meaningful things possible, it's, it's not going to happen. So I do believe that living life on purpose is what we want to do and setting goals can be one of the ways that we intentionally go about trying to live by our highest values so um, there's a verse in ephesians 5 verses 15 through 17 that tells us to not be foolish but to understand what the will of the lord is and and to make the most of the time because the days are evil and there's again there's many ways to do that setting goals is not the only way to do that maybe not even the most basic way to do that but it is one way that we can choose to not be foolish and to not go with the flow, but to uh, to live life on purpose. So that's a big motivation for me. But what about you, Abigail? Yeah, when I was thinking about this topic that we were going to talk about today, and I was just making sure in my mind, as I do, that this was a biblical thing, <laughs> um, as we always should when we're about to tell you something on this podcast. Um, the first uh, verse that kind of popped into my mind was the one in Proverbs 16, 9, which says, you know, that hmm. the mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his path. Um, and I think that's always been a really important verse for me. And um and probably Andrew as well, because we are pretty type A and we're all about the plans. Um, that, that's a kind of verse that really shows us kind of where our plans fit in the line of, of the Lord. <laughs> and I think that's really important to remember as we talk about these goals. But as I kept thinking about this more and more, um, two things came to mind or two examples, biblically speaking, um, of two men that maybe strayed from any kind of goal or plan. The first was Elijah when he got very discouraged and scared of Jezebel and her threats against him. And he sort of ran away and he ended up in a cave on Mount Horeb and God comes to him and is like, why are you here? Um, and there's all kinds of commentary of what, what that question meant, what, it, you know, what came from that. But I've always really been struck by the fact that sometimes we stray from our calling, from our path, from where we should be. And it takes a minute for the Lord to bring us back to where he wants us to be so that he can use us. And so I think that goals and plans for 2020 um, can really help us be ready 
for whatever God has for us. So we may not know what it is exactly, but I think we can ask him and ask for a place to be and a a goal to have so that we can be in a spot where we are ready to be used by God. And then the second example is even more dire. Um, and it is uh, right before the really tragic story of David and um, Bathsheba. Ooh, her name just left me for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, right before he makes this huge mistake with her, um, it actually says that, you know, the the armies of Israel had gone out in the springtime of the year, but David stayed home. And so in this instance, um, it kind of led him into a sinful place by not really kind of doing the job of the king, um, doing the tasks that have been given to him. So in one instance, we have someone who um, kind of has run away um, because of fear, and the other is complacent because of, I don't, I don't really know, I guess out of happiness and where he was. I don't know. But the right. point is, is that in both cases, um, these men were really not in a place where they could be used to their full potential and full purpose that they had been given by the Lord. So I think that for me, as we make plans, we want to make plans that then can easily be directed by the Lord. And so all these tips that we're going to give you are hopefully just ways for us all to align ourselves with the purposes and plans that the Lord has for each and every one of us. Okay, so let's get started. Andrew, why don't you start us off with the very first tip? Yeah, so the first of our, our three practical tips that, that I want to encourage you to consider is to set aside time to plan your goals. So don't try to do this on the fly. Um, don't try to do it in your, your spare moments as you're just going about your day and you're thinking about, what would I? What would be a good goal for 2020? Uh, but set aside time. I would say block out at least an hour, um, because this is something that that you want to start by by actually reflecting back over the past year, and to ask yourself where have you seen progress? And I think this is such a, a valuable part of the exercise about setting goals is if you think back over the last year, and I'm someone who uses a calendar quite a bit, so I'll, I'll bring my calendar with me and just quickly scan through the months of uh, this past year, but try to reflect back on some of the, some of the high notes, um, some of the big things that took place during the year. And it is, it's amazing. I think the biggest thing that comes out of that for me is gratitude and an awareness of, of how much God has accomplished already to bring me up to this moment. And for me, Abigail, that actually puts me in a really good place, I guess, frame of mind, because setting goals can sometimes be daunting as you think about um, moving into the next year. But if you start by looking back at where, uh, how far God has already brought you and what he's already done in your life, uh, for me anyways, it really gives me um, a lot more you know, positive energy and confidence that, well, yeah, I can trust God in 2020 to do some, some new things as well. So I would say start by reflecting back on the past year and start by asking, where have you seen progress? Where has God already brought, what has he already brought you through? And then move on to, well, where would you want to improve, which is going to help you begin to set goals in um, 2020 or in the coming year. So um, there's a great quote by uh, Kierkegaard where he says, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. And that's really what I think you're trying to do in a very small space of time by setting aside 
this hour is you're trying to understand what God has already done in your life, what he's already brought you through, but then you're trying to be purposeful about living it forward. Um, so I would say that's the first practical tip that, that each of us should do is set aside time to plan these goals and, um, and don't rush it. How about you, Abby? Yeah. So the next one flows really well from that one, which is once you've sat there for an hour, write them down. (laughs) Right. So whatever. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is common knowledge, but we're going to tell you anyway, because it's still really good stuff to remember. Um, So honestly, writing things down with a pen, so not typing, um, is actually known to make that goal more likely to happen. I think the statistics are like 42% or something, which is pretty crazy when you right. think about it. So um, I think, honestly, getting out some, um, some a journal, your calendar, something that you're going to see on a really regular basis is really helpful in kind of solidifying that in your mind um, of what those goals are going to be. And I think the more specific they are, and maybe the shorter term they can be, like if you can divide that up. Um, into smaller chunks, then that also makes it a lot more possible for us to achieve them. And really, if it's so well into what you said, Andrew, because if we're going to be looking back at this later, it's so cool to be able to look back at the previous years, all those notes that you made, all those like amazing goals. You're like, this is going to be impossible to achieve. And you're looking back at the end of the year and you see just how much progress you've made. It's really a cool way of kind of measuring what God can do um, when we really are intentional about it. So after you've kind of taken that time to pray, um, really start fleshing out some smart and achievable goals that you can make. Um, I think for me this year, um, probably the biggest ones that I have are I want to add in a time of listening prayer into every week. So I'm that's one that I'm writing down for sure for this year, but I'm also writing down um, kind of the way or how I see that going about, like the plan for that. And I can't just say it and be like, oh, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I already kind of have an idea of how I'm going to fit that into my life. But I honestly don't know how it's going to work because I've never done it before. So I have an idea of how that's going to go down. But by writing it down, um, it kind of gives me that reminder Every time I see it, that this is something I want to work on and I need to kind of start implementing the little plan that I've come up with of how to see that go down. Um, Another one that I have is to spend less time on my smartphone. Um, you can mm. always spend less time on your smartphone. So I actually downloaded an app. Um, it's called, oh gosh, did I write Moments. it down in our notes? Thank you. It's called <laughs> Moments. <laughs> Thank you. I did write it in my notes. So um, you guys, this app is pretty awesome, but also super terrible because as you're (laughs) on your smartphone, it's like, hey, you've picked up your smartphone five times already today. And so it's a little judgy, but that's fine. (laughs) Um, I'm okay with the super judgy app because it's once again, something I'm implementing into place. Um, I'm making that goal for myself. I've written them down. And I'm really hoping that in the next few months as I come back to these goals, that I will start to see some progress, maybe adapt them a little bit. But all in all, keep things written down so that you can see your progress, be reminded of the goals you've made in that moment of, you know, excitement. (laughs) You're like, oh, yeah, I said I was going to do that. So that's our second goal or tip, I should say. 
Yeah, I think that's great, um, Abigail. And I've I've been a late adopter to this thing of using a pencil or a pen to really? write out. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've definitely... I've been killing trees for years. <laughs> this is how lazy I was or, or how, <laughs> how far off I was on this that um, I did teach myself to type a few years ago. And so now I love it because I can type. I can definitely type way faster than I can write. But that's part of the problem is when when you write, it actually slows it slows you down. And um, for most of us, if you can type, you you can actually type faster than you can think, or at least thoughtfully think. And so um, by writing it down, it um, it sort of allows your mind to merge with with your what you're actually recording. They're, they're in closer uh, sync in terms of how fast you're thinking and how, how quickly you're writing things down. But yeah, I moved from, from typing to doing talk to text because that's the world that we live in now with, with Google oh, Docs. Mm. And so, um, so what I realized <laughs> is that uh, I didn't want to write you it out. You were booking it too tight. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I, I know. I did not want to write it out because it took more time. But, but here is where... It's actually a good thing that it takes more time because it's going to help you actually process what you're writing more thoughtfully. And it's also going to create a, a sunk cost, which is kind of a financial term, which is money that's been invested that you cannot get back. And what, what a sunk cost does is it motivates you to see it through. And so sunk, a sunk cost can actually be a bad thing because if you've made a bad investment, many people will stay in a bad investment longer than they should because of sunk cost. But you can use the same human tendency to your, to your effect by writing out your goals by hand. Because it takes longer, you're already investing uh, time, which is going to motivate you just a little bit more to, to see it through. So... I like this idea of All right, well good. I'm glad I'm out. doing something that's hip and cool. <laughs> I'm just trying to catch up for with years. you. You've been doing okay. it for years. This, I've been doing it for a few months now, so Well, I'm it's it's going to work out, I promise. It's the best. So, I've got a stack of journals to prove it. So, yeah, but, we're good to go. You know, these first two maybe they're simple, but they're they're things that we can oftentimes uh, skimp on to set aside the time to really hmm. give thought and then to to hand write out these goals. But if you do it right, these goals are going to be things that you spend hours um, investing in in the coming weeks and months. So to take an hour or two at the beginning to really give it thought um, is worth it, I think. It's definitely worth the investment. Mm. And, you know, kind of something you said actually takes us to our third practical tip for folks um, when you mentioned that, transitions. <laughs> when you mentioned that, um, you don't know all the steps that are going to be necessary to, for instance, spend less time on your phone. Um, and that's why this third tip is to nail down your first steps. So take the time, write out your goals, but don't just stop there. Take just a little bit more time to figure out, well, what would the first couple of steps be? If I were to begin to spend less time on my phone, okay, download the Moments app. Um, and then you might even go a step further, which would be to incorporate reviewing the Moments app at night when you're getting ready for bed, just to sort of make sure that you're daily seeing, are you making progress? Are you spending less time on it? Are you not? So 
there's a Chinese proverb that says a journey of a thousand uh, of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and that's really what we're talking about doing here is just laying out those first few steps, no matter how big your goal is. Um, a second thing that um, people should do, I think, to to process how they're going to begin implementing these these goals is to only pick two or three goals max. So you, if you've got 10 goals, you've got too many. Um, and this is where meaningful goals really, really comes to bear because um, these are going to be goals that align with your value of following Jesus and living as his disciple more faithfully. And if you, if you pull off two or three meaningful goals, um, that's significant growth and development on your part. So, you know, don't, I would just encourage people don't have more than three goals at any one time, have two or three goals that you're focusing on max. Now you might accomplish your goal in the first month of 2020 and then add yeah, another goal. If you're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just depends, I guess, on how big the goal is. But <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'm halfway there. Yeah. And, and then one, one last thing on this for each goal, think through what you need to do next, but don't over stress on that. Um, you don't have to know all the steps like we're saying, and that can be one of the reasons why people don't either set goals or they don't stick with goals is because they're just overwhelmed by everything that has to happen to, to get them from where they are to where they want to be. Um, so don't let that, don't let that um, paralyze you. Figure out the next few steps, and that's what you should begin working on um, right away. So someone has said that we tend to overestimate how much we can accomplish in a day, and we underestimate how much we can accomplish in a year. And I have definitely found that to be true in my own life. So you can have some big goals. Um, and if you break them down by small steps and stick with them over a period of time, it really is amazing uh, the progress that you can see in your life and the growth you can see in your life. So that's step number three, practical tip number three, which is to nail down your first steps for each of your goals. Awesome. Well, I think that's really great. And I think it's a good beginning for anyone who's ready to set some good goals for 2020. So the first thing we want to do is take some time, some really solid hour, at least time to really pray about and think about what you want your goals to be for the coming year. And as Andrew said, it's really good to not make it huge amounts of goals. So just two or three really big goals that you think the Lord has really placed on your heart to see happen in this next year. And then write them down with a pencil or a pen, really a pen just to solidify it so you can't erase it later. I just made that part up but I think you should do it. So write those suckers down somewhere where you can see them, someone where you can reflect and remember and start working towards those goals and then start making like one or two steps to see that goal happen. So don't worry about like the very end when you're gonna cross the finish line, but instead start today of what you can do today to help reach that goal. Even if it's just downloading the app that's going to annoy you for the next two days until you finally decide to stop using your smartphone. So um, those are the three practical tips that we have for you to set intentional and really good goals going into 2020. And we will be back with some more ways to be intentional 
in this coming year, but we really want to hear from you. So is setting goals something that you find easy or hard? Um, maybe some good tips that you have. We want to see your comments below. So on this post, please leave your comments. This is a conversation. Please respond. I mean, I'm so needy over here. So other ways that you can support us is to subscribe because we will be back next week with some great wisdom of how to make this year a startup great. Um, so subscribe. You can like us. And then probably the greatest thing you can do is the superpower of social media is to share um, Into the Harvest with your friends. So if you like what you see here or what you're hearing here, please share us with your friends. So thank you so much for being with us for this combo. Thanks, Andrew. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Abby, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for being part of our community. If you find this podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can share it on social media with your friends. Or you can support it directly by visiting our website, intotheharvest.org, clicking on the donate link, and becoming a monthly giving partner. When you do this, you'll receive a thank you package with some great ITH gear. Thank you for supporting the show and helping our small team make a big difference for Jesus. It's listeners like you that make this ministry possible.